Welcome to Brightline Living, the official podcast of Brightline Eating, where we focus on living a life free from food obsession and filled with peace and unstoppability. Each week, Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson, New York Times bestselling author and founder of Brightline Eating, will cover topics ranging from food addiction to fascinating science and how to live a bright life. Now here's Susan with the audio version of this week's blog. Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. So I wanna start this week's vlog with a story. It's the story of my day today. So uh, I'm shooting this vlog on Sunday. It is Sunday and I woke up this morning at the ungodly hour of 4.45 a.m. And I woke up that early because I had to, I was very ambitious. <laughs> I really had great hopes and plans for this day. I had to host a Zoom uh, webinar thing at 6, 6.30 a.m., 6.30 to 8 a.m. Don't ask why, it's crazy. Uh, but, but I did have to do that. And I wanted to meditate and eat breakfast and shower before that. And so I got up at 4.45 in the morning and by the time the webinar started, I was so sleepy that I was like pinching my skin, like having to stay awake for this thing. And when it ended, I just lay down on the floor of my office, which is carpeted and cozy, and I slept. I slept for like an hour and a half. Now that was not the plan. The plan was I was supposed to go run and shoot this video and another video right then, uh, and then go work out for a sweaty heart pumping hour, and then come back and eat lunch and then work for the rest of the afternoon. I have a lot of work that I was supposed to do today. And I have really not done any of that work. I slept on the floor of my office. And when I woke up, I was, I was still a little sleepy, but more than that, I was tired, like bone tired, just deeply, deeply tired with that I don't want to do anything feeling. And so I didn't go to the gym and skipped that workout <laughs> and didn't shoot this video and didn't shoot the other video and didn't do all the afternoon work I was supposed to do. And instead, I laid around, I watched some football, I cuddled with my daughter Maya, we played Quartle on my phone, which is a little guess the five letter word game, um, but four of them, hence the Q-U-O-R Quartle, um, four little games. It's, a, it's a, the, four, the four part version of Wordle, if you've played Wordle. Anyway, whatever. Cuddled with Maya, played games, and just laid around. And all the while, I was aware that I had all this work to do and I was also aware that I was in no position to do it. And I really want to shoot this vlog for all of the high performers out there and or just the busy people, right? The, those of us who, you know, greet the day and have a long to-do list and expect a lot of ourselves. And, you know, what I've noticed especially more lately as I age, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably in the second half of life now, one never knows, but probably. And I've noticed that the difference between what I can get done when I'm in a high performance mode, when I'm good to go, versus when I'm really, really not, when I'm feeling tired, sleepy, logy, unmotivated, 
like I really don't care about any of this work that needs to get done. The difference is not just, um, oh, I'll get 50% more done if I'm, you know, raring to go and, and, you know, in a good position to do it, or even twice as much done. I really think that when I'm fit to really work, I get 10 times or even 50 times more work done, more efficiently than when I'm in the kind of state that I was in today. And what I've started to do is just let myself not work when I don't really want to work, when I'm just like, no, when my system is saying, no, I don't want to, I don't want to. What I've learned is that there's an ebb and flow in everything, in emotions, in moods, in energy, in productivity. And trying to work when I'm on the downslope of that is just counterproductive. Like that's the time to rest. And so I was thinking about the vlog. I had this other topic that I was gonna shoot today. I'll probably shoot it for another week. But um, today I wanted to cover this topic because I typed in four letters into the Brightline Eating vlog search bar. I went to brightlineeating.com and I clicked on vlog uh, and I typed in the word hold, H-O-L-D, because this is the word that explains the concept that I want to teach to you this week as, as set up by the story that I just told you, hold. And nothing came up in the search bar. I couldn't even believe that. I, I feel sure that I must have shot this vlog already at some point in the last umpty years that I've been doing a weekly vlog, but no, nothing came up. So I was like, well, it's high time. So here's the story for hold. Um, back when I was a teenager, you know this, I did a lot of drugs, right? And I didn't just do drugs hard and fast from the age of 14 to the age of 20. I went in cycles and those cycles were I would um, be academically inclined, I would be productive, I would get my life together, and then I would tear my life to the ground. And then I would be academically inclined, I would be productive, and I would get my life together, and then I would tear my life to the ground. It was sort of like building a house of cards. You know how when you take two cards and you try to make a little tent out of them, and then you do two more cards, you try to make a little tent out of them, and you build a house of cards? Well, to build a house of cards, you I, like a really good house of cards has multiple stories, I would never get to the second story because I would just, you know, build one layer of a house of cards and then I would tear it down. I would just knock it down and then I would start over from scratch. That's what my life was like, cycles of that. And that's what it's like when you're addictively inclined. When you've got an addictive personality, what happens is the tearing down of it is the destruction that we do when we take these little actions that would be trivial for someone else, like smoking a cigarette or having a drink or eating a cookie, right? We take these little actions, uh, but because we're addictive, those little actions become turning points that then snowball that end up having outsized consequences. I mean, really, I think, that could be a definition of someone who's addictive. When small actions have outsized consequences, the one drink, the one cigarette, the one cookie, right? I mean, if you are a non-smoker now and you, know, you used to smoke two or three packs a day, that one cigarette is absolutely a life-altering moment, right? To go back to smoking as, a, you know, as begun by that one cigarette, it's a huge thing, right? So I would go through these cycles and I would tear everything down and it would usually start with one drink. I would take one drink and that would lead to drugs and that would lead to another whole addictive cycle. So 
what I learned by inventorying and analyzing my past was that the key to me being a productive, successful member of society, me being my best self, is not to be productive all the time. The key is when I don't feel good to not destroy everything in that moment, to not tear down my whole life structure by doing some thing, picking up the drink, the cigarette, the cookie, right? And thus starting a terrible cycle in motion that's going to destroy everything again and lead me on some enormously expensive, uh, mentally, physically, emotionally expensive, destructive path, right? So instead of tearing it all down, what I need to do is hold. Just hold. Not expect myself to be productive, not expect myself to get anything done, just hold. Just don't destroy everything today. Just hold. Now, just hold, H-O-L-D, just hold. Don't backslide. Might sound trivial, right? Like, and today, it, it, it just looked like a lot of sloughing off. It looked like staying in my pajamas. I'm still in my pajamas. This is what I wear around the house. Yes, I did put in pearl stud earrings, and yes, I did put on some makeup, and that's, you know, a, definitely, I admit, a cut above being in pajamas still. I did make some nod to being on camera, but really, you know, I'm wearing my pink flannel fuzzy pants right now and my slippers and you know I did I did nothing today really I did nothing today so that's what it looked like today just hold but there was a part of me that wanted to do other things there was a part of me that wanted to pick up addictive things and thus start another terrible cycle in motion again and I did not and I had to activate a part of myself. Let me describe the parts work psychology of what's going on here. Because if you're like me, if you're one of these people that has a to-do list and expects themselves to be pretty productive a lot of the time and has a big life and blah, 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 um, you have manager parts, controller parts that are helping you organize all that and get things done. And they're the ones that care. Some of them are perfectionists. Some of them are task managers, ta task yeah, like, uh, yeah, a task manager. And um, in their worst form, those parts of us can really beat us up when we don't address the things that they had hoped we would get done. Uh, like lying around on the couch is not a well-spent day, according to them. And the challenge is that the, that the stink that they can make about that, the shaming, the blaming, the self-recrimination, the fussing and the yelling, like those parts can make the internal landscape really hard to live with. It's not a peaceful day lying around when you got a part of you yelling in your head that you had work to do, that you had videos to shoot, that you have emails to write, that there's things you should have been doing, um, that watching football was not on the agenda today, that you didn't work out, when are you gonna get in that workout later in the week, blah, 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 blah. And so psychologically, what I had to do today was to activate my highest authentic self and let that task manager part of me know that it was okay, that the will to work would come back, that what I really needed right now was rest, and that I was going to give myself 
several hours, I was going to give myself a day, really, to just slough off. And that I would watch for a time when I felt like doing something and I could do it more productively, but that this wasn't the time to get anything done. And I was very conscious about not backsliding into any bad behaviors, the drink, the cigarette, the cookie. Now, none of those things are on my agenda. I have, thank goodness, enough time behind me and, and uh, clarity that those things, but what, what was whispering in my ear today was a cup of decaf. Now, that might sound silly because a t cup of decaf never hurt anybody, but uh, actually <laughs> my decaffeinated coffee, black decaffeinated coffee consumption had recently gone way off the rails where I was making myself late swinging by Starbucks for a decaf grande Americano. I was needing cups of decaf when I really did not have the time nor the wherewithal to get one and I would stop anyway and get one. I was, I remember this one day, I swear I probably had 12 cups of decaf back to back. It had really escalated to the point of absurdity and I recently quit decaf and I'm all the better for it, but I've had some pretty wicked cravings for it lately. Now, if you're not aware, there is a little bit of caffeine in decaf and I guess that's what I was addicted to or the taste. I mean, I remember when I first stopped putting cream and sugar into my coffee, you could have uh, never convinced me that I would ever uh, come to like the taste of black coffee. But anyway, black decaffeinated coffee has been a thing for me lately and I've quit it and I, I want to stay quit. Um, I quit it about a month ago and I don't want to go back. Oh, God bless me. So anyway, I know I feel so silly saying that that's what I obsess about these days, but anyway, that's what was whispering in my head was have a decaf, have a decaf. No, I did not have a decaf, but I did lay around. I did. And this skill to learn how to just hold it, it's like, um, oh, what's the saying that those, uh, you know, substance disorder, substance use disorder therapists talk about harm reduction. Har it's a harm redu reduction strategy, hold. It's like, it really is true that for those of us who are addictively inclined, our success in life is not going to be determined so much by what we do on our productive days. It's going to be determined by how far back we slide on our unproductive days when we don't feel very good, when we feel pretty crappy as a matter of fact, are we able to just let ourselves rest, let ourselves be unproductive and not do anything destructive in those moments? It is one of the keys to living bright, I swear to you it is, to just learn to rest, hold and do absolutely anything you want to do except for those things that will tear down the house of cards, destroy it all, and make you start from scratch. And then the will to, to get back in the game comes around because that's what life is. It's just a sine wave of ups and downs, right? And, and sine waves ebb and flow. That's what they do. And so, you know, here it is, uh, as I'm shooting this right now, it's almost seven o'clock at night on a Sunday night. I expected to be shooting this video at, I don't know, nine in the morning on Sunday morning, and I expected to get all this other stuff done in between. Whatever, the will to, the will to get back in the game came after dinner tonight, and so I took advantage of it, and, um, and today wasn't the world's most productive day, but I certainly didn't destroy my whole life structure or even backslide in the slightest. And um, hold. When you don't feel good, give yourself a break, you don't have to get anything productive done in that moment. Just hold.
and don't destroy anything. That's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Brightline Living. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. Interested in learning more about Brightline Eating? Visit ble.life slash podcast to find out more. ble.life slash podcast. Have a bright day.